Welcome to the Great Lakes Fishing Podcast presented by Fishhawk Electronics. If you're looking for news, tips, and stories about fishing the Great Lakes, you've come to the right place. And now your host, Chris Larson. Welcome to the Great Lakes Fishing Podcast. Today, our guest is Jeff Miller from Tracks Tech. Jeff, thanks for joining the show today. Yeah, hey, thanks, Chris. Jeff, first of all, tell our audience a little bit about what Tracks Tech makes, kind of what your company's all about. Yeah, uh, we make a, uh, a fully adjustable fishing systems for boats. So it's pretty much a track-based system, but we have six different mounting options of ways to clamp on rod holders, downriggers, different items that you want to have on your boat to make your boat more fishable the way that you want want it to fish for you so that you're able to tell the boat how you want to fish, not letting the boat kind of contradict how you have to fish by permanently mounting or screwing things down. So our whole system is pretty much based off of a track that we came up with. And the track allows you to mount to the boat or mount on these clamps that we have available for different makes and models of boats. And what that does is allows you to have a real versatile fishing system to move all your equipment up and down your gunnel walls, clamp on, on your rails, um, just allows you to try, like I said, try and get the most out of a boat that you possibly can. So uh, we've been doing this for 24 years now. We started in 1996. Uh, I had a gauge and fixture company for about 10 years before that. We overlapped the two companies for a couple years, and uh, the fishing equipment uh, took off good enough to, to where I just told my other clients we didn't want to do any more work for them guys, and we just 100% focused on trying to make uh, best quality product out there. Chris, so that, um, you know, when we're out on the water, we can enjoy the day and not have to worry about equipment failing. That's, that's really our big key is, uh, I'm, I'm very tight on time in life because we love what we do. So our company is always really busy at work and, uh, I have a passion for build and designing and all that, uh, of all of our parts and components. So I love to work, uh, but at the same time, I love to fish. So when I do get a chance to get out and go fishing, all I want to do is go to the boat and turn the keys and fire it up and let's go fishing or drop it in the water and go to a different location and go have fun for the day. I don't have a lot of time to fix things. So trying to build a really strong, sometimes overkill product um, is really what we strive for so that we're not losing gear when we're out on the water. Um, just things work the way they should. And then, like I said, making sure that we look at a boat with a client and we've you know been doing this a long time and we look at all the different makes and models and kind of go, how, how can we help a client get the most out of their boat possible and by doing boat after boat after boat and doing trade shows we really uh can help pass that information along to people as they ask us on our website or call us on the phone and uh guys come to our shop and pull a boat in and you know we go through all this with them and really kind of show them show them some of the things that they can turn their boat into to make them a better day on the water yeah let's let's kind of break into that a little bit uh you talked about transitioning from one company to another in 1996. How did that come about? How did you decide to, to get into this fishing industry and, and go forward with Tracks Yeah, uh, being in the gauge and, fish, gauge and fixture business, um, just had a knack for building real high-end quality. We just built Bell helicopter gearboxes, John Deere tractor, gauges and fixtures, 100 horsepower and larger diesels. So real high-quality products is what we uh, built at our company. And I had started that from scratch and built it up for 10 years and we had about 20 guys working there just real high-end stuff and um so we started uh you know finding that there was a need when we'd fish there really wasn't a lot of adjustable components or parts out there on the market everything was kind of 
I call it a little old school nowadays because it was hard mounting downriggers to a boat. And once you drilled your four holes in there and mounted it, it was, it was there to stay, right? So same thing on rod holders. You didn't have that flexibility. So uh, the more I fished and was on friends' boats, I grew up on Lake St. Clair in Michigan here. So uh, we fished muskies and we fished walleyes. And, um, boy, we'd go out and fish crappies and, and just kind of a little bit of whatever the lake had to offer at the time. And we would uh, just I'd look at all these different boats and all the marinas that we had around us, and nobody had any flexibility. So we uh, just kind of looked at it and said, hey, maybe there's a – Maybe there's a better way to make a mousetrap out here and kind of the whole thing. I mean, being fully truthful about it, because a lot of people know it is that since I had the gauge and fixture shop with all the CNCs and everything, um, there was a guy that his name was Bert and he did all my hard, hard comb plating and stuff for me. And Bert came to me and said, Hey, you know, what do you think? Uh, I know you love to fish and we've got these ideas. And um, there was a little guy down in, uh, Roseville, Michigan, that the business was originally called Custom Tackle, and this guy was making a track and a rod holder and a downrigger mount, those first three components, and he was making that in his garage, and he was just making a couple of them at a time whenever he could help somebody figure something out, and he goes, man, you know, with our technology uh, of our CNCs and how we design and build products in our shop, um, he says, you guys could make everything. I could do the packaging and handle the, the distribution part. And we could see if we couldn't get this thing going. And so that's really where, uh, where it all started off. And it was originally called Burns Custom Tackle. So I was the manufacturer for all that stuff and partners in that. And we were into it about, um, I'm going to say three years, uh, about 1999. And Bert was quite a bit older than I was. And he said, man, you know, my garage is full. We're packaging this stuff at my house, and we just don't have any room. You know, are you and Melody interested in just buying everything from me? And uh, so we went on vacation and talked about it and uh, decided, yeah, that's uh, we're interested in uh, taking that plunge and seeing if we can't really put forth all of our efforts into making one really great company out of this. And so we did. We, uh, we purchased it from them, bought it, and... Um, Bert was actually working for us for a few years, and that's kind of how the whole thing, it's almost kind of like a bad marriage, but uh, he was supposed to be working, doing his job, and we were working, building all the products and designing new stuff and improving on all the qualities, and uh, oh man, I probably could have sold this to somebody else, you know, and well, sorry, you sold it to us, so that's what we ended up doing was uh, we ended up keeping it, and the only thing, you know, after going back and forth to court many times over it. He really couldn't get anything. And the only thing we ended up, Chris, is he finally came to us and said, hey, the only thing I really want back is my name. Can I have my name? And so uh, he said, sure. We don't want to call Bird's Custom Tackle anyway. So we gave him back his name and he had to change his design. So that's why they changed their swivel base and their rod holder. And we, as of today, even our RH our, our RH two thirty rod holder with the plunger in the back and our swivel base, um, all those, everything is exactly the same as when we started designing it, built it twenty four years ago. So um, we've kept the same parts, uh, improved on you know tight little tighter tolerances and a few things there, and how we machine parts and things nowadays. But um, that's how the whole thing really truly came to concept, and that was. Um, Really, uh, I kind of think part of the whole industry starting off because we were the only ones doing everything in the track world, uh, putting tracks on boats and 
given everybody the flexibility that they were really after. And there's a couple other guys that have come along since. But um, they said back in 1996, we uh, sat down and put our heads together. And I came up with a lot of the machining designs and fixtures and ideas and how to, how to manufacture parts. And from there on out, it's just continually grown and grown and grown. And now we have a bunch of CNC machines in our shop and a full warehouse. And we design and build and stock and warehouse everything in our facility right now, start to finish. So um, it's, uh, it's, been a, it's been a very, very good uh, journey. Uh, as any small business owner knows, pain's growing up and down, but uh, we we strive for it every day. We get out of bed every day looking to do a great quality job on what we build and find out how many people today that we're able to help out. Awesome, Jeff. How does that process work? So you talked about kind of when you started, there was really three products, and now you've got really a full line, and, and kind of the way you talked about it, it's a full system. All these things work together. How does that process work for you to design new parts and new pieces and and how do you come up with those ideas for, for new, just new products for the Trackstack line? Hey, Chris, that's a great question. Um, truly, it is, uh, it's a combination. I'm a, I'm a type of person that can visually see things before it's made. So a lot of times I'll look at something and go, man, this has got some use on it. Or we get a tremendous amount of feedback from our clients. So that is one thing that Trackstack really, uh, really is pride about itself is uh, clients. We've got people that we've been dealing with now for the whole entire 24 years. We've done many boats for them. Uh, a lot of them have turned into being good friends. We go fishing with them, hang out, um, get together. We have people come and spend the night at our house and work on boats and do things like that. And when you're when you're able to get out on the water, I fish a salmon tournament team uh, for, for 12 years we did over on Lake Michigan. I fish with a lot of other guys on their boats. Um, and that's, that's probably one of the biggest ways, Chris, to get new ideas is I love to fish, but when I go, uh, my team guys always used to laugh because I'd go and sit in the kind of the passenger seat of the boat there, spin around and watch everybody. And when I'm other, on other people's boats, I do the same thing. I can sit there and watch how people are setting rods out, you know, how they're setting their downriggers, how they're reeling in fish, um, how they're what they're struggling with uh you look at the boat and go man is this thing a mess do i have baits laying all over the place is uh when somebody nets a fish and they bring it in was the net caught up in the front seat up there uh when they net a fish and do they rinse it off and throw it up front now the boat's all stinky and smelly from the net dripping all over it are the players always in one spot are they hunting around for it uh, a lot of these boat manufacturers put uh plastic beverage holders you know, screwed into the side of the boat and you run into it with your knee and snap them off. And people have gone through two or three of those. So, you know, we uh, did an extrusion and machine a base plate, weld them together in house and, you know, anodize them and put caps on them and come up with a nice heavy duty stout aluminum beverage holder that slides into a track uh, of our tool holder caddy for holding the baits and the players. Uh, like I said, it's, it's just really sitting there and seeing how each individual group of people fish on their boats and fish on other people's boats and you just sit there and it really gets me some ideas going and saying what does everybody struggle with and so a lot of that feedback comes when i'm out fishing with other other clients and friends and a lot of people call us just on their own hey i'm i i got i bought this part having a hard time figuring out about it on my boat you guys you know are you guys able to come up with a solution for us and we'll have to send pictures of their boats and pictures of the park we look at it. If it's something that's just for them, we make it for them just as a custom part. If it's something that we go, hey, 
the guy says, this probably maybe has some value. There's a lot of people talking about these on some chat rooms, some podcasts, some websites. Um, maybe you guys should look at this and think about adding it to the mix of parts. And um, it's literally kind of like our beverage holder for one. Everybody kind of laughed at me and said, every boat's got five or six of them, right? What do we need to make a beverage holder for to go on our track? And Chris, we sell them to go on the track. We sell them to go on our vertical trees on the side where they can mount adjust up and down. We literally sell thousands of these things a year. So, I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. But, you know, uh, a guy buys one and he's never going to break it that through the process. Um, like I said, built everything out of aluminum and we have all stainless steel interior components on, on uh, things that need to be made inside screws and things like that. So nothing corrodes up or rusts up on us. So, yeah, it's, it's definitely neat working on new projects all the time. And we have to start way early in the year. Um, thinking about this basically is a year-round, non-stop thought process. You, you take a picture of something, you write some notes down, you listen to what people say, you just kind of compile all this information. And, you know, now we're already working on next year for 2021's uh, products because we got to have stuff ready for trade shows in the springtime and, you know, dealers to have on stock in their store and for our, our shelf at the same time. So you're almost always a year ahead of time trying to think uh, – think of what everybody needs and what's new and what they're looking for. You talked about uh, working hand in hand with uh, your, your consumers and your folks out there. Tell me about that. Cause I know it's something that you do quite a bit with is really like consulting people with how to use your product on their boat. What is that process like? And kind of as a, as a consumer, I mean, it, it seems to me when I talk to you, like your level of service is far above what I think most places are offering. So tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, I mean, I do get carried away a little bit just in the, the technical background of things sometimes and overzealous with the information you give to somebody. But uh, I really like to provide somebody with the, the most information about the products so that people don't come back to you, you know, because it happened, Chris. People come back to you after they, you know, bought a boat, they seen their buddy's boat and it had a couple of 12-inch tracks. So they think, hey, I'm going to buy a couple 12-inch tracks, mount those on put my downrigger on there and then they realize oh well i'm gonna need a spot to put my dipsy diver rods or maybe they're running one and they want to learn how to run two dipsy divers on a side so i really try and educate them just because i've, I've had the uh, opportunity of fishing with a great fishing team and learning from those guys and learning from a lot of great fishermen out there over all the years um been on a tremendous amount of different boats and i don't have to work on a boat and tear it all apart and rig it for a client but it is something that i do and i love doing it so everybody out of our shop kind of laughs and i'll be out there you know after normal business hours sometimes and still rigging a boat till 10 11 o'clock at night and they're like why are you doing that well because i can actually provide our clients with that kind of good knowledge and background information um, if they call and want to know about this polar craft boat, you know, and how do I actually mount a track on there if I don't have good access or this Crestliner, this Lund, I mean, any of the brand boats out there, I've pretty much worked on them hand in hand, taken the side walls off, figured out how we're going to get access inside there. And I just like passing that information along to them. So sometimes I go through, give the person the maximum capacity of what the boat can really do for them. And if you I found if you take the time and explain that to everybody, and then you let them start picking and choosing what they can afford to do or what they're willing to do at that time when they're ready to start getting it rigged. Um, it's just beneficial. A lot of people go, wow, I didn't know 
height, I really need a spot for extra rod holders for storing up front when I'm fishing or, you know, net holders are a big deal. So being able to just kind of uh, get through to people and sometimes you tell it in two, three different ways so that people are understanding you because there's, there's a lot of people that go and buy a boat. They fished with their friends or their, you know, a good buddy of theirs or they went on a charter and they had a great time. They really loved it. Um, been, done it a few times and they decide to go buy their own boat. So when that happens, most of them really don't have all the expertise and knowledge of how to properly set it up. And a lot of them don't know what they're going to need when they actually get into rods and reels and different type of equipment for walleye fishing, our salmon, steelhead, trout fishery. Uh, they want to musky fish. Um, it's, a, it's just a complete different rods and reels, different baits, different tackle. Um, uh, uh, a different setup on boats with our products and tracks text line, um, but majority of it is almost the same. So if you can start off kind of thinking, hey, I'm going to put the longest piece of track down on the gunnel walls, basically, you know, from just behind your windshield, if you're running an 18, 20 foot boat, 16 foot boat, and I'm running a, a six foot track down the wall, boy, I can put my downrigger in the back, gypsies in the middle, a tree up front couple of other accessories in there then we educate them going up to the nose of the boat and putting a piece of track up there so they can run a bottom bouncer if they were walleye fishing if they're drift fishing with this boat just show them what all the opportunities are and when you actually can spend a little time teach somebody whether it's on the telephone if they come by emails we we have a full-time designated two people in our office that are pretty much on phones and just designated emails every day chris it's it's 40 to 50 emails a day of people asking, you know, hey, I've got this brand boat, this make, this model. I want to put a track on. How do we, how do we properly set it up? This is the type of fishing I'm looking to do. And so we've got all day long just trying to. I, I've educated the, these people and um, taught them how to try and answer the questions back. And sometimes it's not as easy as an email because sometimes that's a difficult way to explain. Um, how the products work so we actually do a phone call and we like to we like to be hands-on one-on-one with the clients and like i said show them what's going on so that's why for us i know this year might be a little screwy but trade shows are pretty important because people can come and hands-on see our products uh see everything on display that we have to offer and we can walk them right through how to properly set up you know the boat or or at least how they could maximize their capacity on it and um just share that information as much as we possibly could. And since I've, I've, like I said, had the opportunity of striper fishing down south, walleye fishing, musky fishing, salmon fishing, all the trouts, um, I can share that information with them on even how to set dipsy divers, the correct rod placement, what a vertical tree does for you, um, stacking vertically versus stacking rod holders down the gunnel wall horizontally. That would be working better with a big dual planer mast up front. So just trying to share as much as you can. And sometimes it's information overload, but boy, I'll tell you what, uh, I'd say 99% of everybody that we get a chance to talk to, like in a conversation like this really appreciates it because they had no clue or no idea, um, how to try and make that boat really work for them. And a lot of people get a boat. They well, this isn't working for me. I'm going to go buy another one. Sometimes it's just not the answer. It's uh, how do I take what I have and fix it all up properly? And then they go, all right, now I need to, now I need a little bit more room in the boat or I've got another friend or my kids are getting old enough. Now it's time to look for a little larger boat, you know, so, or a different style if they get into a bigger body of water. 
So those are those are just some of the things that, like I said, we've done, just love doing over all the years. Um, it's it's just to me, it's just fun and exciting helping people out on a daily basis with that part of it. Customer service. I always tell everybody, hey, we're in business to make products and and have good, great quality products that we can put on the boat and fish with. But I never, I we our company all in general, we never hard sell anybody. We're not that way. I tell people all the time uh, when I'm doing seminars or shows and hey, here's how a tree works. Here's here's the right way of doing it. Um, you know, if you like our products and what it offers, the extra flexibility that we get out of ours, we're happy to help you. Just we love explaining how things work so much more uh, and letting the client understand what kind of service he's going to get out of our company and the quality of product and our lifetime warranty on everything we make. Um, they're, they're, hopefully they're going to see that and understand it and, and want to do business with a company like ours. Perfect, Jeff. I shot a video with you last fall. You went through someone's entire boat, how they use the system on the boat. We're going to play audio from that segment. And I think that Jeff paints a great picture of what it looks like. But if you want to see the video, you can go to the Fishhawk Electronics Facebook page and check it out there. Hey guys, Jeff Miller with Trax Tech Corporation here. Just gonna go over today. We're on a Lund 20 foot sport angler boat. And we've worked with this client for a couple years now. When he started off on there, he came to me, discussed how we wanted to look at setting up this boat so that he can salmon fish, walleye fish. Here we are over in Dunkirk, New York. And we're going over where he's walleye fishing in Lake Erie here on Eastern Basin. And he's fishing over on Lake Ontario. So he's got opportunity to fish in both places, some great fishery and having a boat that can do both things. So. Uh, and multiple other things, steelhead, salmon, walleyes, um, cohos, muskies, anything that he wants to kind of target after is all in the thought process of laying out from the beginning of the setup. So he's utilized a lot of our equipment and different applications on here. So we're just gonna go through this real quick and kind of show you guys. So a lot of people ask us, we wanna get figured out what the options are on these boats. So like I said on Lund, Lund has a sport track system built into their boat. So we manufacture a T-bolt bracket that is designed down here in the bottom that clamps into their uh, slots and allows our track system to be mounted right on top of them. So what that does is gives us the adjustability to slide our equipment and gear back and forth in different locations. So when he's at the dock here, he can slide a rod holder out of the way and have a good clean access point of getting on and off the boat. So with this 36 inch track mounted on his T-bolt brackets, you can see he's got a downrigger on here, he's got a dipsy rod holder on here, he's got a spare rod a spare rod holder, just a straight up and down one, just for throwing a rod in there when he's needing to clear some gear out of there. So he set that up on a T-bolt bracket system, then he utilized their Lund bracket for holding his rod holder storage that he had in here because he really liked that setup and it kept it clean and neat out of the way. Then he went up in front and said, hey, you know what, I want something a little more solid here and utilize all the strength we can get out of the gunnel wall so for the vertical trees, he's using a four-unit tree on here, beverage holders on here, our planer board caddy for our inline boards on here, another dipsy holder, and then we put an adjustable holder up front for his net. So a real heavy-duty setup for a net. So we can actually pull the pin on this, angle this thing out. So we've got a designated location where we're netting the fish. We can just drop it in there, and it drips over the side of the boat, not in the boat, and it keeps the rest of the boat clean. So when you're fishing the vertical trees in here and fishing this for inline planer boards, 
boards out to the side. The base lifts and turns and rotates, but he actually took this track and hard mounted this right down through the gunnel wall and drilled holes through here and put the nuts and washers on here. That's the way most of our tracks are actually mounted to boats, but showing you that we have the versatility of utilizing the sport track system and he incorporated one that's mounted solid and that reason was because when you get a tree that's this tall pulling big boards on there can it be done yes it would have been nice to have a longer length track on here with more t-bolts so since he wanted to utilize this rod rack he just put a short one on there hard mounted it got it really nice and solid so he can he can really hang on to this and all that strength goes down into the wall there so really worked out nice in his application so then a lot of clients come to us and ask about uh, net, net holders, which we covered on there, uh, and rod storage is huge. So we make a three and a four bank rod storage system. He mounted it right smack in the middle of the boat. We kind of call that a dead spot in front of the motor. So this is just screwed right down to the setup. And the beauty of this, he's got a spot for traveling, which is probably one of the most comfortable spots in the back of the boat for traveling for rod holders and equipment back here. And at the same time, if he was back here by himself and he's reeling in a walleye back here and he doesn't have somebody else on the boat if you're fishing alone or got another guy up in front he could actually keep a net back here handy so he could be back here reeling in a walleye grab the net scoop the walleye up himself and has a clean work zone back here so um, rod storage is huge um, especially on a 20-foot boat like this you're always trying to have multiple rods that you're not using a lot of times so he took another uh, four bank of rod storage rack system and mounted that up in front of his single console or his uh, dual console but on the passenger side up here so now he's got another Another place to keep extra uh, rods for lead cores and coppers and dipsies. If one was to break off, he can just throw that up there and grab another one. Or maybe he wants to change his whole setup and his fishing. So on the other side of the boat, he just duplicated his entire setup. So as you can see, out of the T-bolt bracket, strong enough that we're putting uh, non-swivel bases or swivel bases in to allow the downriggers to slide up and down and be able to come off. Dipsy diver holders again. So he can actually really duplicate his complete spread and have equal things on both sides of the boat and he can mix up and change and find out what's working on one side versus the other and now we kind of come up to the front side right here and he actually took it to one more level with he's got a rod storage rack up in the front and when it comes to electronics we make all kinds of adjustable electronics mounts he mounted his uh, uh, i-troll here for his speed on his motor and then he's mounting a fish hawk and so a lot of times on these dashboards you start running out of room when you're mounting two units or three units on here so he just got another little set of t-bolt brackets and a six inch track and we make a plate right there that allows the fish hawk bracket to mount right to it so he's nice and handy when he's driving he can have everything at hand, his fish hawk next to it, and he utilized everything on this entire boat, really clean and neat, and boy, we've got a lot of room. He can fish three to four guys in this boat and really not be bumping into each other, and everything has a place. So when we're helping somebody out with a layout of the boat, showing them what's available and how to use it, we always think in our brain how the whole entire spread is going to look in the boat. So this hopefully just gives you a quick little overview of thinking in your boat, in your particular setup about how we might be able to help you out. So go to TraxTech.com, call us at the shop. We'll be help, happy to think through it and get a hold of anybody, any one of our dealers that we can think that'll help you out. So thank you very much. Jeff, it's been a great conversation. I think you've covered a lot, but was there something that I didn't ask you that you wanted to talk about today? Boy, Chris, I think you've got just about everything covered. Um, we've given everybody quite a bit of good information, I think. And uh, like I said, uh, love to help them whenever the opportunity fits them. So. I think we got most of everything covered. Thanks for coming on the show. If someone wants to learn more about you and the company, how do they find it? 
Yep, you can go to uh, trackstech.com, go to our website, go to our Facebook, um, call us at the office, uh, 989-845-5969, send us an email at info at trackstech.com. So we've got multiple ways of getting us, and like I said, uh, we've got a great crew of people there, and if they don't, uh, if my uh, guys in the office don't get the correct answer to you, they will always come and track me down and we'll sit down and look at it. And a lot of times they'll send, uh, I'll say, Hey, ask them to send me a picture of their boat. What are they trying to accomplish? Uh, what kind of equipment are they trying to put on there? Get a, get a picture of your exact setup and then send it to us on email. We'll sit down at the computer and look at it and we will come up with a solution for you. I don't think there's ever been a boat in my 24 years of doing this that we have not come up with a solution to rig. It might not be the ultimate of what somebody's thinking because some of these boats, old, older boats have rounded gunnel walls on the top, small narrow places to mount things, uh, gets it into being a little more difficult to deal with, but we've always been able to go down inside the gunnel, mount something down, get it raised up, you know, get the guy two or three rod holders on there so he can go fish out of the boat. Done a lot of pleasure boats too, a lot of pontoon boats, um, man, some ski boats. We've done a very big mixture of everything. So if somebody's out there thinking, hey, I got something, but I'm not sure if we can do it, um, at least send us an email or a phone call and see if it is something that we can figure out a way to help you out with if, if you want to keep that boat and go that route. Awesome. Jeff Miller from Trackstech, thanks so much for your time and coming on the show. I think people appreciate kind of learning from you. I think you did a great job today of really painting the picture of, of how things should look. Hey, Chris. I really appreciate uh, appreciate you being on here with you today. And uh, like I said, hopefully we pass along some good information to everybody out there and uh, look forward to talking with you again someday. Thanks for listening to the Great Lakes Fishing Podcast presented by Fishhawk Electronics. For more information on fishing the Great Lakes, visit our blog at fishhawkelectronics.com.